0: Caianos, fresh tongues, cayanos, fresh tongues, a new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, cayenne. open your Bibles with me to the book of Acts chapter 3 verse 1. Acts chapter 3, maybe um, just come to the book of Acts chapter 3. Now, if you go to the book of Acts chapter three, it seems as if this story is talking about the miracle of the healing of the lame man. But actually the context of that scripture is about Jesus Christ, it's a revelation of the Christ Jesus. But he has to start with the miracle of the healing of the man that is lame at the beautiful gate, so that it will afford God an opportunity to bring out what is in his heart. Are you with me? The reason why I have to come this way is because um, as we minister and as we pray, a lot of things is already happening. For example, for example, for example, there is an anointing here, my God. There is an anointing for healing of of cancer. cancer. If you have somebody that has cancer, you can believe for that person. If you're online and you're listening to us, whether it's blood cancer, whether it's bone cancer, whether it's breast cancer, whatever cancer it is, as we go along, that spirit of death will be will be cursed. Because cancer is 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 the spirit of death. The manifestation of cancer in a body is is a manifestation of sin in the spirit of a man. The way sin eats up the soul, that is how cancer eats up the body. And that is how you die gradually. And you know sickness is incipient death, death that is manifesting gradually. So we cause that spirit of death. Now, the context is not healing, it's not anything, it's not many things. but just like the book of Acts, he has to start that way. But the emphasis of God is a revelation of something that is captured about Jesus, that is not just the Christ, but Jesus, that is also the Lord, and about the promise that his Father has given to him, and how it is going to be fulfilled. God has been looking for an opportunity to bear his mind, to show it the burden that is in his heart, but he has not been able to catch the attention of people. So this miracle that happened here afforded him the opportunity. Our emphasis, okay? Let's continue from. We'll start from verse one. It has to start from verse one so that you will get the full picture. Are you with me? Acts chapter three and
1: verse
0: one. The book of Acts chapter three is not about the healing of the man that is lame. I say it again. It is actually a a text about the revelation of the eternal counsel of the Godhead. If you go down as quickly, my emphasis is from um, from verse eleven down, and especially in verse eighteen. You see there is what we call the eternal counsel of the Godhead in the book of um, Ephesians chapter 3 and many other places in the scripture i think also the book of Hebrews too Hebrews chapter 2 that is what we call the eternal counsel of the Godhead the eternal counsel of the Godhead in summary is that all things will be summed up in Christ Jesus are you with me now the scripture also says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 15, it said that God has summed all things up in Christ for the body, for the body of Christ, for us, for the church. Are you with me? Now, as we go, will understand the context of that scripture, the emphasis, and the place the body of Christ has to play, and the reason why God cannot do without it. chapter 1 says 3 chapter 3 verse 1 says Now Peter and John went up into the temple at the hour of prayer. Are you with me there? When did they go up? Ah. Are you with me there? When did Peter and John go up? Let's cross it together. You see, if you are not careful, you will just A novice in the things of God will just pass through that context. Uh, The the Bible is so well crafted that every single thing there has its place and its meaning. Uh, There is a revelation that God is about to bring forth through the ministry of Peter and John. Are you with me? But it has to be during the hour of what? You see, because there are weights of revelation that cannot be better in the place of mental effort. No. No matter how much you study the Bible, you cannot gain it. It is only acquired when man has pressed into God in brutal prayers. It has lies in your heart like a burning volcano. And then when God begins to grant you utterance concerning that matter, you'll be able to reveal accurately the mind of God concerning what is disturbing the heavenlies in that moment you have begun to show what god wants to do and that type of burden that type of revelation is not possible until we come to the hour of words so it has to be the hour of prayer for god to show us that this particular emphasis different from other emphasis in the scripture cannot be achieved without the context of prayer. So prayer has to be made to a certain level before God will begin to reveal His mind concerning that matter. Because what we are going to discuss, people have tried to touch it, but they cannot touch it, reason being that they have not observed that phrase that said the hour of prayer. So, by their mental strength and their ability to to, to dissect the scripture, they try to lay hold on the mind of God concerning that matter. But they were not able. So, God told us that during the hour of prayer, actually the Bible says the ninth hour, is it not in your Bible? You know, the Jewish timing is not the same with our own timing. The Jewish morning does not start by 12. It starts by 6 a.m. So if you start by 6, the ninth hour will be what time? Eh? 3 p.m. So if you ask me, I will say it's about this time, between 3 to it's about this time that God decided to reveal His mind concerning the matter. So God specifically sent these two apostles and told them that the only place I can reveal my mind accurately concerning this matter is in the place of prayer. I tell you, many people are making attempts, they are making attempts. They are trying to understand what is happening, but the quota of prayer that it demands to download the mind of God concerning this thing, they have not made it. So, they cannot grasp the importance of the matter. Some of them are wondering, this revival thing, what is even this revival thing? they have not observed the hour of prayer. God specifically sent the apostles to the place of prayer. So a novice in the things of God can come and overlook that part. But somebody that has known one or two things about God, we know that actually that is is deliberately left by God to make a mark in your heart, to show you that when important things are about to be communicated to you from God, it is only possible when you have made brutal Because the prayers, pray prayers is not really for God to do anything. It is for us to align properly. So that when we have come to the place where God will do what He wants to do, we will not be found wanting. Every of His agenda will be revealed to our life fully without any obscurity. Our life, the flesh cannot obscure. You see, God can tell you some things. I've seen God tell people things. And because they have not been given to the place of prayer where they die. And their only intent is to get the will of God revealed through them without any shade. Eh? There is a tincture of flesh that is added to what they said is the mind of God. Even though uh, a part of what they are saying is the mind of God, but themselves entered into it because they have not been coming from the place of prayer. In the place of prayer, when you come from there, it is that place that Jesus came from and said, not my will, but your will, O God. It has to be from the place of prayer, it has to be, it has to be. Some people think they know the mind of God. No, you don't know. I don't I don't really have much respect for somebody that has not made prayers, that has not given himself to prayers, and is revealing the mind of God Because How do you know the mind of God? The mind of God is not is not words, the mind of God is burdens. So, if a human being have the capacity to, to bring to make those burdens an utterance, it is a privilege for us. But actually, what God lives in your heart is a burden. You cannot explain it. It will not allow you to rest. The burden, the revival burden. So, the, this revival thing is first a burden in your heart. It is not something you can explain. But the is you can explain it. That day that God has started granting your utterance. So I I am not too much interested in explanation, even though God will explain things. I am more interested in burden being left in your heart. This revival thing they are talking about. People they don't understand the emphasis that God is making, and that there is no time again. He has to God, He has to take God a masterful plan for him to craft this occasion so that he will be able to reveal his mind. Verse 1 says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. I want to speak to us What I titled the 2000-year-old prophecy. The 2000-year-old prophecy. Actually, it is not 2000-year-old, but from the context of the newborn church in the book of Acts of the apostles, we can say that it's 2000-year-old. The prophecy I'm talking about is a prophecy that is as old. As the fall of man. It is the prophecy that God Himself gave. It is that prophecy that said that the seed of the woman will produce the serpent. It is that prophecy. It is that prophecy that I'm about to reveal to you. Unfortunately, the reason why we have to pray this long and expand our soul is that even though it is revelational in nature, what I want to say, my job is not a synthesis. My job is burden, I'm a prayer man. If I finish explaining these scriptures and He has not left a burden, a fire. It has not triggered a seed of revival in your soul. I have not done anything. My intent is that anybody that hears this thing or hearing this thing will be will, will poor, will be restless. be restless like jesus he said my zeal is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish it the two thousand year old prophecy so from the context of the newborn church of course we started we are the new church uh, we are the church is it not true and the church is two thousand years plus so from the context of the newborn church the prophecy is actually two thousand year old So it's that prophecy, that prophecy is what I want to bring our mind to. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbors. Tell your neighbor, welcome to Lectures on Revival. Welcome. Welcome to Lectures on Revival. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory. Now Peter and John went up together, Acts chapter 3, verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer. We have explained that the hour of prayer in this context is so important that it is not um, an additional in the scripture when God mentioned the hour of prayer. Verse 2 said, And a certain man, limb from his mother's womb, was carried when they led him at the gate of the temple, which was called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Now, are you with me? Are you sure you are with me? Now, verse 2 said that they met a man, a lame man, in the beautiful gate. So, um, obviously, it seems as if it is a healing and miracle session. Is it not true? Is it not true? So, a casual seeker can look at Acts chapter 3, and the only thing you can pick from there is the miracle of the healing of the lame man. And I will not lie to you. For many years, I've read that scripture. And the only thing that I'm able to pick from that scripture is the healing of the lame man. I've listened to many preachers, mighty men of God. And that is the only thing they can pick from them. But that's not the message that God wants to, to communicate. You see, even though it is a healing, but the plan and context of God, the emphasis of God is not the healing. Our generation has been distracted from the, the, the bread. Eh? They are distracted with the manifestation. They are distracted with what God is doing to catch our attention. The healing is not thing. the healing is the sign. The sign post pointing to something more serious. But we have come to a point where our emphasis have ended in the healings. In fact, you know we are talking about lectures on revival. We are, oh, we are coming because Your definition of definition of revival is not what is revival. Some people define revival as maybe when massive healing has taken place and the power of God is upon you to do mighty things in your campus. Those things are the fruits of revival. In themselves, they are not revival. Are you with me? The the thing is that God can use those avenues to catch the attention of the people once he has caught the attention he will be able to release his emphasis in this case a miracle happened and um, the all the hearts of the people is only set in the miracle but even though people are searching for power searching for miracle searching for signs and wonder god is searching for a burning generation god is searching for a fulfillment of the prophecy a promise that he gave his son You think Jesus just went to the cross to die? The Bible says, for the glory that was what he endured. So it means that before Jesus actually went to the cross, there are a series of agreements. That a man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they led daily at the gate of the temple which is called beautiful. So don't be distracted. Many things will happen, healings will happen, deliverances will happen, and as I'm talking God is ministering to people already, yokes are being broken, breakthroughs will come, answers to prayer. Don't be distracted with that, don't be distracted, that is not why we came. That's not why we came. That's what you want. That's not what God wants. That's what people want. That's not what God wants. That's what people cry out for. That's not what God is crying out for. That's why people fill stadiums. That's not why, what God wants. God is looking for men that we help him to fulfill the, the promise he gave to his son. That we help him to fulfill the prophecy that he gave. In the garden of Eden. He's waiting for that generation. he's waiting. So my, my job here is to reveal the context of that prophecy. It's a two thousand year old prophecy. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple? Axe and arms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something. Hallelujah. <laughs> now watch. Verse 6. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I known, but such as I have, I give to you. Now, let me digress a little. Hallelujah. Now, Peter and John said, Silver and gold have I none; but such as I have. He said, Silver and gold I don't have. But such as I have, It means that every man must have something. Is it not true? You might not have silver and gold, but you must have something. What we have is a generation of believers that don't have anything, and um, most of them are comfortable in it. Nothing has entered their soul to trigger an unsatisfaction with their level of oppression. They don't know that there is a higher calling. They don't know that God wants to use them. They don't know that God wants to reveal himself through them. They are willing to stay where they are. They don't have anything to offer. Peter and John said that silver and gold we have not, but such as we have. It means that every believer must be a possession of true riches. True riches. spiritual riches it is something that we can bring out of our vessel. the Bible says that a wise man can bring out things old and new from his house is it not true that's the ways of Jesus Christ so when circumstances and things present itself you are able to bring out things in fact let me tell you you know in this context it was the the, the stuff that they brought out from them they had something and they brought, brought it out that's what caused the revival see Healing is not revival. Miracles, signs and wonders is not revival. I see people, what they think is, in fact, let me tell you the truth, I'm not sure we will see more healings that our fathers have done. It's just the truth. But the essence is that when the healing happens, what was the consequence? We saw that the whole city gathered just because of one healing. And Peter and John that's why these lectures are coming up. Peter and John are aware the reason why God performed that miracle. That it is not for the reason of um, just showing that God is powerful, just showing that God is good. It's not enough. Eh? It is a time where God wants to reveal his agenda, his plan. There is something in him. Don't you think God has something he wants to accomplish? That thing he wants to accomplish, the healing of the lame man afforded him an opportunity to reveal it. So, as you are, you can have something, and by what you have, you can bring it out. And men will be attracted by what you have. But that's not why God gave you what you have. The reason why He gave you what you have is that through you, He will be able to release the revival fire. So that men will be brought to the place where they have become um, the, the people that he has, God has laid hands on to manifest the fullness of Christ, the full stature of Christ. Because it is only them that has come to the full stature of Christ that will, form, that will become an accurate witness. You see, remember, are you with me? The Bible says that God has given all things in subject of, subjection to Christ, and eh, to His body, which is the church. So the word church is ecclesia. Are you with me? An ecclesia, an, an ecclesia is um, a, a, a a collocation of accurate witnesses in a particular territory. An ecclesia is a collocation of accurate witnesses in a particular territory. So, what God is after is witnesses. What God is after is a witnesses that has come to a point where they are they have overcome their territory, where they have come to a point where they are able to reveal the fullness of Christ. And because of that, God will take advantage of that thing that you have done to establish His authority and the frontiers of His kingdom, because. The promise, what was lost in the garden of Eden was a kingdom. And the Bible says immediately that God said that the seed of the woman, and Paul, talking in the book of Romans, said he God said seed, and he said seed as in one, not seed as seeds as in many. To show you that he's actually talking about one person, and that one person is what Christ. So the promise the father made to his son, Christ Jesus, God has ordained that there is only one way to fulfill that promise. That promise will be fulfilled through what? His body, the church. So if this is true of how much importance is it for us to come to the full stature that he requires for us to be able to establish the promise and the prophecy that God has given his son. As a matter of fact, there is only one thing that is stopping Jesus from coming back yes. The Bible says that He's coming for a glorious church. It has bought Orango. God is not coming for a wish church. He's coming for a church that is overcoming. Because He made a promise and God God will not fail. Hallelujah. So when we say revival, you now know why God is doing what He's doing. You now know why God will not leave you until you manifest the fullness of Christ. You know, you now know why even though we manifest power, manifest many things, that that is not the emphasis of God. Yes. The emphasis of God is that we become what Christ Jesus is. In the spirit and in the power thereof. Hallelujah. Are you still there? We are we? Verse. So he said, For such as I have, I give thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. What? Rise up and what? Rise up and what? Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Don't get lost. Follow me. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength, and he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple walking and leaping and praising god and all the people saw him walking and praising god and they knew that it was he Which what sat for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple and they were filled with what now is getting serious pay attention don't get lost now and they were filled with what? And at, at that which had happened unto him. Hallelujah. Now from verse 11 is where my emphasis is a, is a confirmation of what I told you. That Peter and John knew that the reason they, they, their, their job is not the miracle. The reason why they sent this, they were sent is not the miracle and the things that God gave them. Look at verse 11 with me, and as the lame man which was here, heard Peter and John, and all the people ran together, to who, please follow me, to who, in the pouch that is called Solomon's pouch, greatly wondering, and when Peter saw it, are you with me? So all Peter wanted was to catch the attention. Be somebody with me. Let's read it again. Let's read verse twelve together. One, two, ready. Go. It's okay. Let's stop there. And when Peter saw it, so verse eleven, all of them saw the miracle and they ran. What we have these days is people that saw the miracle and the hand of God and they ran. And we packed them together year to year they are useless to God year to year God cannot lay hands on them and begin to review his mind over their family and over their territory what we have is people packed everywhere not one person is an accurate witness it is not by saying you are one no you don't say it you become it if actually you are one it is not by what you said, it's about what is manifest in your territory. Your surrounding will show it. They said of Paul that this man that turned the city upside down has what? Come again. Yes. The man that turned the city upside down. They saw these disciples and said that You seemed as if these people have been with Christ Jesus because the way I know them, they are unlearned men, they didn't go to school. If I ask an average believer here, an average person, you must have been born again for more than 10 years. Is it not true? Okay. If you are born again here for less than three years, raise your hand. For less than three years, for less than three years, three years, three years. If you have been born again here for less than three years, raise your hand, just raise your hand. You are the only one permitted to. It takes three and a half years to raise an apostle. Yes. If at all we are able to accurately align to the demands of heaven, eh? what it takes to raise an apostle is three and a half years. us have been packed in churches 10 years 15 years 20 years i have been born again personally 20 years and i'm ashamed of myself you should be ashamed of yourself nigeria has remained the same we have not felt the impact of years of your work with god your family has not felt it your office have not felt it your department your school nobody has felt it Meanwhile, the people that Jesus just left in a few months they turned the city upside down. God did miracle through you, and then we to clap for you. Peter saw it. He answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this, and why look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our own power and holiness we have made this man walk? You see, what Peter Peter is trying to dissuade their emphasis from the miracle. Is it follow me? Follow the scripture. I don't know the There is what we call the mindset of the scriptures. If you don't have the... Your interpretation of the scripture will be um will be selfish. Are you with me? A normal person interprets this scripture based on selfish reasons, selfish basis, selfish emphasis. But this thing is not talking about Peter dissuaded them from looking at what happened he said why look here on us don't look at us we are not here talking about we are here talking about the man jesus the holiness is not our own the faith is not our own the miracle is not for us don't look at us look at the man yeah miracles happen signs and wonders god gave you money god gave you things it is not because of you Of the average believer approaching the scripture is selfish in nature. All they are looking for in the scripture is a, a, to extract revelations that, that we that we that we help them build self. Eh? Even, even when it is in God, what they want to do is to be powerful enough so that they will be able to win the witches that is working in their family. When you win the witches and then what? It is not about the winning of the witches, it is about the man, Christ Jesus, and his demand upon the territory. If so be that the, the truncating of the works of witches and wizards in a territory is what he demands for the name of Christ Jesus to be known in that territory. Then so be it. But the emphasis of God is not in the manifestation of those things. It is not in the fact that that witch is gone and things happen. No, it is about the man. It is not you. It is about Jesus and his name. And remember the name of God is about the the authority of God. And authority is only found in the premise of a kingdom. So they say stop looking at the miracle. Don't, don't, Don't look at the miracle. And don't look at us. It is about a man. Even the holiness that he took is not our own. The anointing is not our own. The faith is not our own. There is a man, he's trying to make a statement. He he, so upon that we have come to a point where we are so yielded. we are aware that he wants to reveal himself through us. Are you with me? Now the challenge is that God is going to come in this generation and we are going to miss it again. We will think the reason why God is pouring down his spirit is for us to enjoy ourselves. For you to have a cozy evening. For you to feel sensations. You have lied. God wants to manifest the fullness of his will and establishment of his kingdom and, and the purification and maturing of his body. That is a promise that he made to his son. That is a promise. And it is on the premise of that promise that the son took the risk to go, and, to go and die on the cross of Calvary. A man left heaven. You don't understand. God left heaven. For God being a man, it is an eternal life. Do you know God did God himself eternally in being man? He cannot be any other being again. Except man. So, you, to, you have not even understood the context of the price that was paid by Christ Jesus. And the reason why that price is paid, the reason why that price is paid is the context of the end time revival. Are you with me? Because God is still going to pour out His Spirit. And just like our fathers wasted the grace of God people are going to waste the grace of god again may you not be person. you must understand the reason why god is pouring himself i'm making emphasis in this season so that when god leads you to that path and you begin to touch things in god your eyes will not be removed you will not suddenly want to be a star it's not about a star if god makes you a star i'm not saying he will make you a sign of all eyes if it's possible it can happen it's possible that you can come to the beautiful gate and a man that has been lame since he was Will suddenly leap up and start walking, but you will say, No, don't look at me. Look at who it is, neither by my faith or my holiness. God has a body, and it so happened that I am a man that has brought my heart to the point where it is well shaped that I can carry it. And the only way God can a, can get people's attention so that they will understand the burden that He carried in His heart is to do miracles for them. Because in these last days, there will be harvest of all kinds of signs and wonders and miracles.
2: And, 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 and,
0: and I'm, I'm looking around. I'm seeing a few people. They are talking about revival. Some people talk about revival. They are talking about avalanche of miracles. Is that revival? That's not the revival we are talking about. Are you with me some people are, are, are talking about the avalanche of the move of the spirit as good as it is eh? that's not the emphasis of the revival of the end time if you don't know this if you don't know this do you know what will happen you won't know when the target has been achieved you will stop at something very ephemeral something very inferior to the context to the standards to the stature to the um, mark that god has set for your life paul said i press when people don't understand this they'll be asking you why you are doing 10 hours 15 12 hours 20 hours prayer they don't understand that the prayer is not for for you for anything to happen for you no we are not looking for this we are looking to press into the mark are you with me somebody have god set a mark in your heart have god set a mark in your heart that you must you must get into paul said i pray i press to where the mark of the price of what? The high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So every man that is called in Christ Jesus has a mark that has been set in his heart. So every other thing that is happening it is just an avenue that God is using to gather your thoughts, gather your personality together to see if that mark can be what? So people has left the mark and they are looking at. And do you know why? When Paul made that statement, it is thirty three years after he has started ministry. So that's to show you that the, the, the making of the mark is not is not a, actually an event. It's what a process. I didn't know that this is why God is calling. I didn't know that. It is these days that He has started granting me utterance. This thing that I'm communicating now is something that has been important in my heart. For almost ten years, I've been brooding on it. I've been brooding on it. Those days that I was in the university, I take out time to go to mountains. There are many mountains in the University of Nigeria, especially in Suka campus. I took out time. And I went there. Are you with me? And I thought that God will do with me what he has been doing with others. I didn't know he has a plan in the future because before that time I told God, see, see I came from a family of the ministers of the gospel. As a matter of fact, I saw both my parents walk in dimensions of miracle that is uncommon. I see people boast about miracle these days. <laughs> and I laugh. This is raw miracle. In the days where our church was a bamboo, a, a bamboo, people come there on the dust, cripples, walk, blind eyes, see, all kinds of things happen. My mother holds knife heels every night till morning. It is at her feet that I land the ministry of prayer. I, I believe, that's my belief, it might be different. I believe I'm, I'm just continuing her prayer ministry. For 10 years I never saw that woman miss one night. She's always awake. In the days, there, there are days, we, we call it deliverance services those days. What happened is that my mother will start from, from 10 p.m. and pray, and be leading prayer till the morning. There is a lady she was mentoring those days. The lady will be moving in worship. She will be moving, and she will be you She seem as if she is transfigured. If you look at that woman, she's not a human being. You will see a a, 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 a a glory that is hanging on her. She doesn't lay hands on people, who cancer has off. I didn't know what was cancer those days. Elephantiasis, all kinds of things, mad people. Mad cases, literally mad cases. So, uh, you know why I'm saying this? If it's for miracle, in fact, as a matter of fact, uh, I thought he is only normal that as soon as he start ministering, miracles here he start. I didn't know there is actually a price for the miracle working power of God. I didn't know. I didn't know. The, the reason is because I saw it come on those days. But after some time, when I started coming up, Something in me, even before I, I encountered the Holy Ghost, something in me has started being dissatisfied. I told God when I was nineteen and the call of God was, was saving me. I have already had my call is as I've said before, my call is the reason why I'm on earth. You know, are you with me? Some people they are here on earth for many reasons. My own. Two years before I was born, the prophecy came that somebody's coming and the reason why it's coming is this so I couldn't have been doing any other thing but that's by the way but when the call started coming at the age of 19 I, I told God if you see when you are seeking God are you with me many people have asked me the question why is it that they are not having encounters. They are not having the type of results that they want in the place of prayer, in the place of seeking God. When you want to seek God, the most important thing is to ask the right questions and pray the right prayers. God doesn't have waxed ears. No. I told God, if what you want to do with me is these things that I'm seeing, I'm not interested. I told him you have to show me something more. Does it mean that there is nothing more for our generation? So I see a, a group of people that is satisfied with maybe miracles, satisfied maybe with affluence, with position, satisfied with maybe with money, satisfied with position. I see even pastors that is satisfied with expansion. I see people that are satisfied with the fact that, that they know them, that they are famous. I see people that are satisfied because people got healed in their meetings. You don't know anything. You don't know the emphasis of heaven. You have not been brought into the economy of the, 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 the burden of God for this end time. Whether you like it or not, if you start, if, if miracles and money or whatever is your target. Eh? or anointing is your target over your process of time it will either happen or not happen is it not true is it not true okay let's say it didn't happen or it happened and then what man of god let's say god makes you that rich the way you want it to push the kingdom and let me even tell you, as a matter of fact, nobody can sponsor the kingdom. Financially. No, you don't. You, you have not reached that place. Too. If you have anything to give, give. But don't come and say that you are sponsoring the kingdom. That you are making money to sponsor the kingdom. That's how mammon has has bought the souls of men. There are few things that are God's in the scripture. Mammon is one. And in my own understanding of what God has taught me in prayer. Eh? Prayer is also a God. I I don't have time to show you. Yes. I was explaining to somebody, I told him, in the book of Genesis chapter 1, when the Bible says, come, let us make man in our image. What was that? It was a prayer meeting. Is you that don't understand that that when that that, that context as, as it was in heaven that was the template that God brought down on earth. Are you with me? Now remember that when he called the Israelites the first time he said I'm looking for a kingdom of what? Priests so um, it means that the, the kingdom of heaven actually functions on priesthood so that means the throne of God is the throne that revolves around priesthood. So before any decision will be taken in heaven, it is not a decision. Nothing happens, that that is what the devil knows. And this thing I am telling you is not not a matter of, like, are you with me? Am am I saying something to be? Prayer is a God. Prayer is not what Christians do. You are not getting me? If a Muslim pray long enough, eh? he will get a semblance of results. I have seen people who prayed in the flesh and they got results. Yes. Haven't you seen an unbeliever pray and he got results? Haven't you? Have you ever wondered why? I'm telling you prayer is a God. It is one of the measures that is used to form the very throne of God. That is why God said that whenever I want people, I want a people that is a priest, a priest in nature. Even though they are part of a kingdom, but their primary job is what? Priesthood, and priesthood is what prayer. So prayer is so it means that the, the advancement of this kingdom is on the heels of prayers. So when you people pray for hundred hours, they think they have prayed enough, they don't understand that prayer is the very facility with which the kingdom of God is run. So the kingdom cannot move forward until prayers are what? So man cannot even be created until a prayer meeting has. Have you ever seen Jesus do anything without going to pray? He said, go and check all the scriptures. Before he called the twelve, the Bible said what? So I, I, I believe God has, the time has come when I will begin to show people what God showed me in the secret place now that you have started granting me utterance this thing i'm telling you is not common knowledge i don't know where you have heard it when he told me this thing years ago i know i cannot say it if i say it it will sound like heresy in the ears of the people do you know the reason why you are receiving this thing it is because we have come to the seasons of revival and when you come to the seasons of revival there is already an activated and pre-existing hunger that is in your heart. Are you with me? So that your heart is already tuning towards a direction. When people talk about the matter, it is only an understanding of something that is already going on in your spirit that they granted you. It is not as if your spirit has not captured that reality, it is that you don't know in in in, in um understanding that this is really what this thing means, but in your spirit. The reality has been captured. So when utterance has been given to that reality, even your spirit will bear you witness that this thing that this person is saying is true. So, uh, I just digressed. Maybe one day we'll look into what is prayer. Oh, my generation doesn't know what is prayer. That's why the Bible says, we give ourselves to prayer. This is the people after the Holy Ghost had taken they are foreigners from the miracles have started happening. All kinds of things. They still say, "We what? If they, you don't understand that they, your call into the kingdom of God is to be a kingly priest. Eh? You are a priest. It shows that your priest is in the dimension of a king. Are you with me? So, God is calling you to become what he is. God is the first king that prays. Are you with me? God is the king that prays. So when he needed sons, he he went for sons that can also what? So we are called into a kingdom of priests, kingly priests, a priesthood, a royal priesthood. And the call of God will be brought into a place where we will rule by the scepter of our authority. And that authority is generated in the place of what? So God said, let us do what? Make man is a call to a prayer meeting. So, um, when we come to prayer meeting, that is where the Bible has to, uh, the real prayers and the most powerful of prayers are corporate prayers in measures that we have gathered like this. Is it not true? Yes. Do you know why? In prayer, it is not about the fact that you are praying and I'm praying. No. It's about the fact that in the spirit, There is something unique that you are supplying in a meeting like this, in a gathering and in a corporate meeting. Are you with me? There is something unique that you are supplying that she can never supply. As powerful as she she is. Are you with me? It is because people have not understood this. That there is position in the body of Christ, they don't understand that in the place of corporate that there is a uniqueness that is factored in in your ordination. That there is no photocopy again. That is why when the Bible said, "Let us make man in our image," do you know what it means? That the Godhead, that word "let us," eh, God said the word God there is what Elohim. It means Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. You see, it means that. Uh, there is, in the making of man, there is a supply that the Father brings to the table, that the Son and the Spirit cannot bring. Are you with me? Follow me. And there is a supply, eh, That the Spirit brings, that the Father and the Son cannot bring. And there is a supply that the Son brings, that the Father and the Spirit cannot bring. Are you with me? If at all the Godhead can ever be made flesh, eh? Or anything can ever be made flesh. It is only at the prelim besides the, the, the orchestration of the Son. Anytime a being is manifest, it is the discretion of the Son. Nothing can be created that is created out of the Son. It is the Son that knows how to make things tangible and manifest. Are you with me? So, in context, the Father is limited because the Father, eh, as of that moment, as of that time, is still what? Only a spirit that has no. Has never been manifested in a form that has ever been seen. Jesus said <laughs> Jesus said that no man has seen God at any time. Uh, yeah, I know you think Moses and those people they, they saw the similitude of God. That's not God. You know, in, when you become God, the Creator, eh, it means that you you have you have a reserved right. So reveal yourself in, a, in any form or shape that you want. Is it not true? Uh, uh, you can see it's uh, the four living beings. One is the head of what? A man. Another one the head of what? Another one the head of what? And another one the head of what? It means that God can take any form and shape, any similitude, depending on the reality of the Godhead, the reality of, the, of His glory that He wants to reveal by time. Are you with me? So whatever has been seen until Christ Jesus has been formed into a flesh, that we are able to behold the glory of God. John said that the word of God has been manifested in it, and our eyes have beheld the glory of God. As of that moment, the, all the capacities and, and the spirit and everything that is in the Godhead has never been, been comprehended, has never been seen in a form that is manifest until Jesus stepped foot on earth as a man. So when we say, let us make man, there is a capacity that the Son supplies that no other being can supply. So when we call for corporate meetings and corporate prayers, people don't understand their uniqueness in the body of Christ, that there is an ordination that is factored in you that makes you unique. You cannot, nobody can do what you can do. If they finish their own, I know my own. In case of us, we, we can pray together well even in my prayer there is something that I supply you don't know? yes I know personally what I supply the most to people and the body of Christ if it's hunger for God eh? if it's hunger for God I know that God called me that God put me in my mother's home and I came to be an embodiment of the hunger that is in the heart of God. If God wants to get something done, how he had his heart bones towards that man, and how his mindset, and how his, his actions, everything is turned down to only that purpose which he wants to achieve. Eh? I know God wants to make me a public spectacle of that. So when we pray, haven't you noticed that what is released in your heart most times when somebody like me prays is that most it's not as if we don't release all dimensions, but this is the highest. I don't need to prepare. The same one, another person eh, has another one and he releases. All of us have the prayer power. How did I get here? How did I get here? Now, you know, I was trying to tell you that no man can sponsor the kingdom of God. No. Mammon will make you his servant. Mammon is a God. Hallelujah. verse 12 and when Peter saw it he answered and said unto the people ye men of Israel why marvel ye at this now are you with me now let me show you now the, Peter has come to his emphasis his emphasis is the sermon. is the lecture. are you with me he, he wants to deliver a lecture. But for him to deliver that lecture, he wants to do, he, he started by a healing miracle. Let me tell you what you don't understand. God wants to deliver a lecture through your life. Hmm? The thing he's granting you is to offer you enough, enough basis and enough stature, enough position and enough, enough, enough mm, mm, ability so that eh, you will be able to deliver that lecture. Peter wanted to deliver a lecture. For him to do that way, well, he has to do what? A miracle first. So he came to that place and he started his lecture in verse 12. Are you with me? If you go through the book of Acts, have you gone through the book of Acts before? Peter delivered three major lectures in the book of Acts. This is the number two of the three major lectures that he delivered. Number The first lecture is in the book of Acts chapter 2, when the Holy Ghost fell yeah, and God granted him utterance to, to describe, oh my God, oh my God. When you listen to some of these things that these people say, sometimes, you know, I love these aspects of this scripture. I meditate and, and, and I imagine, my imagination is triggered, you know. I'm philosophical in nature. Are you with me? Who is like that? Some of us are philosophical. You know the way you know you are philosophical, which is your favorite book in the Bible. If you like the book of, let me tell you how to know, philosophical people are poetic in nature. For example, if you like maybe the book of Psalms, Ecclesiastes, Proverbs, Eh? it's not just about reading, It, it, it triggers your imagination. You cannot read those books without you become a philosopher Peter became a philosopher just to be able to release the mind of God accurately so when you look at the words that were released from his mouth it is literally poetic in nature he is gliding from one uh, who did poetry from one stanza to another you see an increasing measure of the emphasis that you want to make, you already know what you want to say. all those things you are saying is just, you, you already have your purpose in heart, you are just using words to craft out the body that is in your heart, you are a philosopher, <laughs> the third sermon was the one he made in the book of Acts chapter 10, and these three sermons are major sermons, the second one is this one in Acts chapter 3. The one in Acts chapter 10 is the one that, that he came and said and they called him to the house of Cornelius. When God used him to open the, the door for the Gentiles to come in, actually he's not he's not the first to preach to the Gentiles but what God really used Peter to do is not to preach to the Gentiles the first, Jesus was the one that did it first. Eh? Have you read that scripture? When Jesus was telling them, "Except a corn of wheat, fall down and die. He did it in a foreign nation. So he did it, he spoke, that someone was in the coast of the Gentiles, but Peter was the first person that introduced the Gentiles to the Holy Ghost, because, are you with me? The promise of, the promise that God really gave Abraham the promise that was given Abraham is the Holy Ghost. All the suffering and death of Jesus, all these things He did, is to make sure that the Holy Ghost is released from heaven. That's why the emphasis of this our meeting is until the Spirit be poured on us. The what? Did it? The reason why, that's why, as soon as Jesus finished all those things, he was running to heaven. So that he will receive the Holy Ghost and shed it forth. So, Peter was the first person in the book of Acts, chapter 10, that God used to introduce the Gentiles to the Holy Ghost. So, he has three major sermons. And this is the second of the three major sermons. And when he wanted to start, he waxed 20. Because. The, the, his mind suddenly became the mind of a philosopher when i was studying this place i entered into his mind and i began to think through what he was thinking i said my god when the holy ghost begins to walk through the mind of a man you, you have not even the, the most intelligent person eh, have not even tapped into the list of the potentials of the mental capacity i'm not even talking about your spiritual capacity i'm talking about your mental capacity This is a guy that is unlearned, that didn't go to school, but the impact of the Holy Ghost on his mind was so robust that his words were were more poetic and more precise, more accurate than the words of the best philosopher and the doctors of the law. Who could have delivered that someone better? I know Nicodemus wouldn't have, he's a doctor of law. Israel, why marvel ye at these? Or why look ye so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we made this man to walk? Are you there with me? If you are there, say Amen. You are not there. If you are there, say Amen. Verse 13. The God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, had Glorify his son Jesus whom he had delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate whom when he was determined to let him go but to deny the Holy One, the just and desire the a murderer, a murderer to be granted unto you and kill the Prince of Life whom God had raised from the dead we are of we are witnesses. Are you with me? I don't have time to go into this. Because the context of the witness ministry of the believers is in life and in resurrection. Are you with me? I can supply scriptures to show you. In fact, when Paul was speaking in the book of 1 Corinthians 15, is it not true? When he said that we are... Um, Witnesses of the fact that Jesus has what? Resurrected. Now verse 16 said, and his name through faith in his name, we are not teaching faith today or would have analyzed it. His name through what? Faith in his name had made this man strong. Whom ye see yea, the faith preaches what? By him, I mean, we don't, no man should boast. First, it is faith. Is it not true? First of all, it is his name. Eh? True faith in what? His name. Now, nah. his name means that the resource with which that man was healed is domiciled in the name, in that location called name. And the access to that location is faith. I thought it's enough. He now said that. The faith that we use to assess the name is still his own. So what do you have? Even the faith you have is the faith of Jesus Christ that is in your soul. Amen. He now said, had, had, By him, had given him this perfect soundness in the presence of the all. Oh, follow me, I'm about to. And now, I'm brethren, I watched that through ignorance he did it. As did also your rulers. But those things which God before had chewed by the mouth of all his prophets that Christ should suffer. He had so fulfilled. Now, are you with me? Follow me. The real thing has to if you don't miss me now. If you have missed me before, don't miss me now. Follow me. If you pray in tongues, if you if you need to be praying in tongues so to follow me now, you just have to. Because the tendency is that you miss me now. Believe me when I tell you this. But those things which God before had showed, when did God show it? Before. Through, by the mouth of what? His prophets. Eh? That Christ should what? Suffer. He had so fulfilled. Are you with me? This is the end of a chapter. Ah. You know, those days when we teach Sunday school, there is what we call topic, and there is what we call subtopic. How many of you have taught Sunday school before? This is the end of a subtopic. If you are not careful, you will see it because verse 19 is the beginning of another subtopic under a general topic. Are you with me? Look at verse 19. He said, "Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times." Follow, follow. Are you following? When are you going to repent and be converted? He eh? said, Repent and be converted when the times of repression shall come. Eh? So, the context is not about the repression. Eh, the context is not about the repentance or the conversion. Is it not true? It's about the refreshing it is the refreshing that we trigger and the conversion, the mighty harvest of souls revival is not even so winning I know they taught you that revival is so winning when all your campuses one, no, 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 that's not revival no. those ones are still the fruits of revival when revival, now, are you with me? how many of you have a digital bible? you have digital bible if you have um, the one that has a dictionary, check. that word "refreshing" is directly translated "reviver." Check it. Check it. Who has it? That word "refreshing" directly translates to "reviver." So, go to that refreshing. Are you with me? So, even if you don't have your Bible, you don't have it. Follow me. Let's read that verse 19 together. Are you there with me? So, replace that word, refreshing, with revival. So, let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. Repent ye, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out when the times of revival shall come from the presence of God. What is this thing telling you now? It seems as if many things are not possible. Until a stronger emphasis has been made by God. It seems as if we are laboring without what we need. You are trying too hard to win souls. When revival comes, people come on their own to give their life to Christ. One of the ways you know that you are already a, a walking volcano, a, a mobile altar, a mobile revival. Is how many people have come to you and said, "I want to give my life to Christ." You, you didn't preach. You didn't preach. There is no time. How many people have met you, sir, and said, "What you have, I want it. I want what you have." The reason is that revival has not come. Revival has not come. Revival in the days of Marion Wood was Eta. Have you heard of her? There are some people. Revival was going on in the city of Hartford some some youths left that place, so they know everybody is saying revival, 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 they left it and went to another city to have party. party, eh? so that the prayers and the revival talk will not disturb them. Eh? Do you know that they went to that meeting, they they were playing with whiskey. kids. See, with whiskey, kids, what they are doing, the worldliness is not the challenge. The challenge Reviver has not come. Reviver has not invented our land. Corruption is not the challenge. The challenge is the uh, act. You are not getting my point. He said repentance and conversion. That war conversion is actually transformation, has not come because the times of refreshing has not yet been poured forth from the prayer. The challenge is not is not corruption, it's not corruption. The challenge, the challenge, the challenge is not which is a wizard, the, the challenge is not idolatry, the challenge is not idolatry, the challenge is not worldliness, the challenge, the challenge. The challenge is that revival has not come. He has not come. Do you know these people went away from the city of Hartford? to go and have party day, they were playing loud music. So, 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 it is not about the fact that you are singing a, a Victoria Renza song that looks like a revival song. That's why revival will come. You don't know anything. Revival is cooked is like this. This way is cooked. Your eyeballs will be the eyeballs of fire. It was in that place that they were playing worldly music. That the Holy Ghost fell. Nobody preached to them. All of them gave their life to Christ. Be, be with the Holy. Who told you there must be a preacher? You you, you are talking to.
2: We have talkers in our day. We, we are
0: talking to.
2: We have a generation that is here with talkers. Just. I'm, I'm dissatisfied.
0: I don't know about you. How long are we going to continue like this?
2: I'm dissatisfied in
0: my spirit. This does come and tell you, Revival, Come and tell you. Come and tell you. We are not seeing this thing. Is it that they lie to us? Is it that the Bible is not true? Let me see. How many of you is with me that we involve our life, that you death? And we don't have many of the people like that. That is the reason why revival has not come. A book I read many years ago on Veth Mountain, a book by Leonard Ravenhill. You can go and search it. It's a powerful book. I is like. It's like a cause. You know, some books are authors the books. It's not the book you read as a have you read this one? I have read it, I have read it. So to claim you are not by reading book you are growing. No, it's by by result and fruits that we know the person that has spiritual things. You know, Robin Hill, why revival tarries? He listed seven major reasons why revival tarries. Revival does not carry because of the Bible is called it time of repression. That means, in fact, normally the word that should be used is Kairos, but it used Chronos. It means that we can decide now to become the people of that prophecy. Are you with me? So the day we wake up to begin to fulfil that prophecy has become the time that God has appointed for us.
2: From your heart, the more I want to know, Jesus.
0: More of softly, softly. Let He enter your spirit. I'm not singing, some. it's a prayer. It's a prayer.
2: I want more of you. My Ma- More you. More
0: you. Jesus, more you. you have been a big man of god a woman of god for long uh, today you are willing to repent and really seek god mm, we don't have anything and we are pompous if you have something our generation should have been changed don't tell me you have something don't tell me don't tell me don't tell me you have intimacy when there is no fruit. there is no result. don't tell me anything don't tell me don't tell me cry out to God Sombre Saile penno, say da potapanta prata bana, I want you though, I want. I want you, I want. Say te Jesus is laying hands on the on people now. This is how revival starts. Repentance of the fact that you have you are taking God casually. You think he was joke. You think he's a play. You think it's a child's play. And you have prided yourself in the fact that you have something. Meanwhile, the demands of God in this our generation is far beyond what you have. Instead of you to humble yourself and seek God, you continued in your hard-heartedness. Repent! God is looking for willing men. Willing men, willing men. Not powerful men, but willing men. God is not looking for powerful men. He's not looking for them that have a skin. He's looking for willing
2: men. Can you tell me? More of you, more of you, more of you. More of you, more of you, more of you. More of you. More of you, Jesus. The more I know you. The more I want to know. Five
0: generation we will have nothing but the days of refreshing the days of revival we have nothing we admit we admit our insufficiency we admit that we are being proud the reason why you are not enough the reason why you enter the secret place of seeking God and live is because you think the one you have is enough and, if you are humble enough, you will know it's not enough and you would have stayed in that place to see God until his hand comes down we repent, we repent we cry for more of you we cry, we cry we cry, we cry we cry beg God, beg, cry some people say you don't beg God, you are are lying you don't understand, you don't know anything beg God my friend i Don't continue like this. I beg you, brothers
2: and sisters, don't continue like this. The devil has cheated us for long. Hey. Hey. He has cheated us for long. Please don't continue like this. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Oh God. Bobo, Vina, <speaking in foreign language> o o o
0: Tell yourself the truth. Oh, my God, have mercy on my generation. Have mercy, have mercy, have mercy.
2: May your heart be broken today.
0: Brokenness is an admission of the fact that you are insufficient, brokenness is an admission of the fact that you have been living as if you are sufficient before.
2: God my heart Take my hand Emote that I am my ass and Take my wing Come for
0: from the presence of God, like brokenness, a new level of brokenness, there is nothing that triggers it, there is nothing that brings down the presence of God, like like a heart that is broken, stop seeking, stop stop praying for this, pray for brokenness, Uh, God is not too far away, He shows that your heart is not in the right shape. He says, that I have found a home where I will live, in Him whose heart is broken. And contract, you are you are not broken enough. That's why nothing is happening. You have been praying for many things. The real thing you have forgotten about it.
2: Take my
0: mouth. It's a prayer, it's a prayer, it's not a song. Take my with The substance of heaven. So even if you are here physically or you are joining us online, there is a visitation for you now. There is a visitation for you now. There is a visitation for you now. There is a visitation for you now.
1: Visit
0: us of God. There is a visitation. There is a visitation. There is a visitation from heaven. 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 From heaven.
1: From heaven. From heaven. From heaven. From heaven.
0: The things that is happening here is unimaginable. Is unimaginable. Is unimaginable. Is unimaginable. Surely God is interested in us. Surely this revival is with us. Is with us. Is with us. This is a foretaste. 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 A foretaste of glory divine. There is somebody that is following us online. You are a lady. There is a visitation you, you will experience three consecutive days. God will come to introduce you to his presence. Three consecutive days. Three consecutive days. Three consecutive days. Three consecutive days. God is introducing many people here to tangible presence. The cloud of His presence will rest with you. The glory will hang over you for days and weeks. It will not live. The days have come again. come again, the days have come again. These are the days of revival. These are the days of revival. These are the days of revival. The days of revival, these are 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 the days of revival. Let the earth hear my voice, let the territories hear my voice, admit us, let us enter, for our season has come, our season has come. I speak, I speak, I speak to our times, I speak to our territories. have come we have come as a people of prophecy we have come to lay hold on on the world of prophecy the world of revival lift up your heads wants you is because you are still you are still um, delectable. You are still um, um, you are still dignified. Don't want to dirty yourself. <laughs> hey, the Bible says Jesus sweated blood in the garden of Gethsemane. Day, your Creator, and you are still dignified before Him. Oh no, you don't even know where we are going. on your life. Through your life, in the next five minutes, the hand of God is going to come on those people. Mighty, in the next five minutes, in the next five minutes, the strong hand of God is going to come on you. It's 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 going to come on you. Some of you, you will feel as if it's an electric shock. It will electrify every part of your being. For some of you, it will be raw fire. You will feel it all over you. God is not waiting. He says, He says, it's now. He says, it's now. He says, it's now. He says, it's now. And I ask you, oh God. Hi, I feel that fire, I feel it. That's fire, I feel it. That's why I feel it. He means it's coming on people. he's coming. he's coming, 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 it's 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 coming,